Yo, yo, what's going on? Andrew Barrow, Suburban Dope. I'm just coming to you guys uh, for a little, quick little thing. Hold on, I got to sneeze. Okay, I thought I was going to sneeze. I didn't. <laughs> uh, I know I didn't drop any episode this April. Um, just been busy with life. Uh, you know, I'll touch on that a little bit uh, in these upcoming episodes, but I still wanted to, and you know, just it got it's it got away from me. I've been trying to get get situated with a job, all that stuff, and finally things are looking up. I'm now situated, so I'm gonna jump right back in uh, come May. But I wanted to do something for April. I want to do something, give you guys a little something that you know I'm still here, still paying attention, still in tune. So what I'm going to do is for the whole month of April, um, I'm going to give you guys uh, four episodes. Uh, This one will be um, of the spoilers. So I'll give you, you know, touch on all all the stuff I watched uh, this month. Um, I'll touch on the news. Uh, I'll touch on the albums. I'm not going to do singles and videos. It's just it's too many to write down and put out here it's just it's so much because I didn't I didn't I didn't keep up with any of that but I kept up with everything that was you know all the meat and all the substance I kept up with all that so spoilers news uh albums um slash like eat a dick I'll put that all in there and in 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 an episode and then uh you guys will get the the live episode because I'm doing my show I have my show uh my monthly show that I do with the homies uh we're doing that Sunday so get four of them this one is the spoilers. Uh, I apologize. You know, life happens sometimes, but nevertheless, I'm still here. It's still suburban dope. I still do what I do. I'm still coming at you, and I'm coming back. So, this little thing before the episode. Having said all that, enjoy this. Thank you for listening. Peace. This is Suburban Dope. Guess who's back? <laughs> Yo, it's good, man. Andrew Barrow, Suburban Dope. I'm back. I'm here. Uh, hopefully you all didn't miss me so much. Hopefully you all weren't like, where the fuck are the episodes and stuff like that. Um, Yo, life. Life just happened this month. Um, You know, uh, the work, uh, looking, getting a job didn't happen right away the way that I expected it to, uh, and I just, I had to get on my shit, I gotta make sure my rent is (laughs) gonna be paid for, make sure my bills are gonna be paid for, and all that, all that, so I just wasn't able to record the way that I wanted to this month, I just, I haven't really been home, I've been out trying to make moves, and trying to make sure shit is together, and all that shit, but I said, look, I gotta, I gotta finally get something. I gotta get something out. So uh, this week, actually, things started falling in place, and um, got a job. You know, got a job lined up. I'll be starting next Monday, so that is awesome. 
looking forward to it. Uh, pays more money, so I'm going to be making more, and I think everything will just start being back, not even back to normal. I'll be able to get established the way I want to be established. It's looking like that now. It's funny because when I, when I, it's, God is real. That's what I'll say. So, you know, maybe two weeks ago, jobs started coming in, you know, things just weren't happening for the month of March. It just wasn't hitting, you know, you send applications all day, every day, and just shit just doesn't hit. And all of a sudden in April, things started looking up a little bit. And, uh, you know, doing this, doing this interview, doing this interview, some of them go well. Um, uh, all of them went well, but they just weren't paying the money that I was asking for. And then this one, um, you know, this one staffing agency, they sent me to this job and, you know, close to close to home and get in there. They're like, yeah, you know, we're going to pay you this. And I'm like, yeah. And then the next day they hit me up. They're like, hey, they liked you. However, that job that you asked for, the one that you went to go interview for, yeah, they don't have that one anymore. So they have this other job now. And this job pays $3 less, but they still want you. And you can still do that other job that the one that you interviewed for, you can still do that one when the supervisor isn't there. Now, the guy is the supervisor. So of course, he's going to be there all the time. So you want me to now take a $3 pay cut just to come in here? It was like, nah, not doing that. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. And then literally two days later, um, I got a call from another job. And this wasn't through an agency. This is with an actual company. And they offered me a job and I was getting paid uh, the, the, the same pay I would have been getting paid if I was working with the job before had, had they not thrown that bullshit at me and been like, Oh yeah, by the way, uh, that job, no. So I took this one, um, you know, learned a new finesse. <laughs> so we in there, everything's all clear and I start work next Monday and I'm happy uh, thing, I just, I finally don't have to worry about nothing, yo, I don't got no groceries in here, like, <laughs> I don't got shit, man, I'm just, I'm just here, but I'm still, I'm still here, I'm still here, uh, there's, uh, it's, it's funny, because I've been listening to, uh, this, 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 this preacher, his name is Steve Furtrek, and he actually, uh, well, Furtrek, what, however the fuck you say his name, look, I, I ain't mean to butcher your name, my G, my bad, but I fuck with you, <laughs> and he had this interesting sermon the other day, taught like the paradox of, uh, the paradox of progress, like sometimes you'll feel like you're not making any progress, but in reality, you know, you're not where you were, you know, months ago, you weren't where, you, you're not where you are years ago, you're not there anymore, so it's like, you are making progress. You may not be able to see the prog. You know, you may not be able to see the progress, but you're making progress. And I, that that for me, that 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 word, it just it came at the right time last week. I, I you know that that I listened to that last week, and it just it came in the right time because I really I felt like that this whole this whole month. I just felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. I just felt like I was stuck. I felt like I was in a rut. Like even with me. And, uh, like, you know, working out all that, like I, I haven't worked out, you know, since, since, since I've been here, I haven't worked out at all. It's just trying to adjust to adulthood is much more difficult than I thought. But at the same time, it's like, look where you are now. You may feel like you're not getting anywhere, but you're getting somewhere, bro. You're getting somewhere. You're here. You're still standing. I still do my podcast with the homies every week. Most patriotic podcast in the history of America ever. The one podcast that shows the podcast you don't want to miss. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. And we've been getting better every single week. So please tune into that. That's real. But it's like, yo, you're 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 progressing, man. Even with when it comes to like my writing. Um, I'm writing more jokes. I've been writing a lot lately. And it's like, yo, you're progressing. It may not feel like you're progressing. It may not look like you're progressing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's dope. So that came at the right time. And I'm just happy that this job felt, you know, the job came through and, it's happening and it's, it's with a, it's with a company. It's, you know, I'm no, no more, no more agencies. Um, you know, 
doing the Monday through Friday. The, the, the shift is perfect. The pay is great. Um, I'll be getting paid biweekly, which honestly I like. So now it's easier for me to be able to manage my money. Um, so yeah, man, things are looking up. I don't have to do Postmates every damn day of my life anymore. My Postmates money will finally be extra money like in my pocket. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'll finally be able to save the way I need to and just do what I need to do, man. I'm just, I'm finally, I'm finally thriving the way I should. So, and, uh, I'm gonna be getting back on my shit with working out. I'm not even tripping about that either because once I get adjusted to the schedule for work and all that, I'll be, I'll get right back on it. You know, um, I've gained, (laughs) gained about 25 pounds, but we'll be fine. I'll be fine. Um, I know that I'm, that I'm going to be focused. I know I'm focused. I know I'm ready. And uh, yeah, man, we here. So having said all that, I had to get back to this. I had to get back to doing what I'm doing because once once May comes around, well, you know, everything will be right back in the swing, right back to normal, and I'll be able to do what I need to do. But I watched a lot. This <laughs> I watched a lot this whole month. I sure did. And I just wanted to share everything that I watched. So spoilers this month. I almost said spoilers this week. Spoilers this month. Um, Man, where do I even begin? It's so much. Okay, so I watched this movie. It's called Triple Threat, and I think it is the best action movie of the year. And that's no cap, you know, to Avengers, which didn't drop yet. I already know Avengers is going to be the movie of the year. That's going to be the movie of the year, 100%. I'm not, I'm not even going to talk about Avengers in here because, you know, I'm doing this in the middle of the week. Avengers didn't come out till tomorrow. And I'm going to honestly dedicate an entire episode to the Avengers. I'm probably going to have the homies come on with me and we're going to talk about the whole entire the entire story as a whole, like every single movie, I want to break down the whole fucking universe for real, for real. So this movie right here, Triple Threat, it might be the best action movie of the year. And when I mean action, I mean like hard hitting fucking bone crushing action in your face action. This shit was fucking awesome. The, 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 the casting alone was amazing. They basically put all the heavy hitters who are like huge in Kung Fu right now, aside from Donnie Yen, they put them all in this movie and it's fucking phenomenal. From They put Tony Ja in the movie. They put Eco in the movie, my man who was in Raid and all that. They put him in there. They put Tiger Hu Chen in the movie. He killed it. Then they put fucking uh, Michael Jai White in the movie. They put fucking uh, Michael Bisbing in the movie. And then they put the man, my, 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 my guy who's just on the rise right now. He's killing it. Uh, white boy, Scott Adkins. They put them all in this movie. And the movie is pretty simple. They're pretty, you know, it's a pretty simple movie. Um, you know, a hit contract was, you know, given out on this, on this like billionaire's daughter. And, uh, they, you know, it was like, uh, they, this whole crime syndicate that's happening and, you know, um, crooked, crooked, uh, mercenaries and all that stuff. And it's, it's fucking, the action is just in your face. Doesn't stop. Boom, 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 boom. I loved it. I love Kung Fu. I love Kung Fu. I love martial arts. It's a huge part of my life. I actually can't wait to actually get into, get back into martial arts the way that I want to get into it. Just thank God for my job. Thank God I start next week. Thank God. So yeah, this movie right here, if you're looking for a dope action flick, like something that's just like, just adrenaline rush, excuse me, Triple Threat is your one. It's fucking awesome. I really, really enjoyed it. It was great. Everybody got off. Not like, it was, it was not one, it wasn't like one of them who like did more. Everybody got theirs. Everybody got theirs. It was great. It's a great movie to watch too. So peep that. Uh, Monsters and Men. This was a really interesting one that was good and then it just fell off which I didn't like I didn't really like the way it fell off 
So this one starred uh, Denzel Washington's son, John David. I, th- I believe his name is John David Washington. And uh, my man from uh, from Hamilton, Anthony. Anthony fucking whatchamacallit. Uh, it's not the name not coming to me, but the story is a story that we've all seen before. Uh, takes place in New York, and these cops, uh, they 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 you know they're harassing this black guy, you know the local local dude outside of his um of his of his corner store. He sells uh, Lucy's outside the corner store. That's what he does. And the cops that come over to him, obviously somebody says something, they call the cops, and they're out there, they're harassing him, and you know how the story goes, Anthony, the dude, Anthony, who was, uh, who also, like, you know, lives in the neighborhood and stuff, um, he was filming on his, uh, on his phone, he filmed on his phone, and he filmed the cops, uh, shooting this man, and they shot this man, and of course they killed him. It's oh Anthony Ramos, that's his name. Shot this man, kills him, and uh, you know they're you know it's the whole it's the same it's the same it's the same story except this what happened with this is um they they the cops start harassing Anthony they start harassing Anthony Ramos's character. They're like, look, um, you know we know you saw we saw you there the other day. And, uh, you know, we saw, we know you, you know, you filmed what you filmed and, um, we just want you to know, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't, 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 don't post that. Don't send it. Don't do nothing with that. Just, uh, keep that to yourself, basically threatening him. So Anthony being who he is, he's like, fuck that. And he posted it and the cops basically bring down Anthony. They pick him up, you know, the next day they pick him up and put him on, they, charge him for like a gun charge you know like some like some random shit and it the movie basically just it goes into uh the psychology of the cops because uh Denzel Washington's son his character he was a cop let alone a black cop at that so his whole thing was you know he's hearing it from his wife he's seen it from his friends like you know do you agree with this? Were the cops right? You know what I'm saying? They clearly killed this black man for selling cigarettes, selling Lucy's, and, like, you know, they did it. So it just it goes into that whole psychology of how they're thinking and, you know, what what is he thinking? You know, he knows that this cop that did this was a dirty cop, but, like, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's his brother, essentially. That's, you know, he works with him. It's, it was, it was interesting, but then it just falls off. It just, it just stops. Then they're, you know, then they go into the whole, uh, you know, the community, you know, rallied together and all that, obviously, but then it just fell off. Like, it just goes into, like, this whole other person, this whole other character that was on the show, but it was like, what, what, what happened? And it just ends. The movie just ends. It starts off good, and then it just falls off. Like, around, like, 45 minutes to an hour, it just falls off. The last, like, 30 minutes of the movie, you're just like, what, what happened? Like, Anthony Ramos doesn't even come up no more. Like, John David Washington, he's not even in it no more. Like, what the fuck just happened to the movie? <laughs> but overall, it wasn't bad. On My Block Season 2, it started. Um, I watched the whole thing, obviously. And Netflix, let me tell you something, man. Yo, you guys you guys are doing a good thing with this On My Block. See, uh, this, the, the show as a whole is very good. Um, what you all did this season, touching on, like, PTSD, uh all that is just good. A good show. It's funny. It got everything. It's, it's, it's what I like about it is it's not your typical high school show. It's it's real. It's real. The characters are real. Um, and I like it. I like it. I enjoyed that. Went to the movies this month. Uh, actually went to the movies. Went to the movies for the day on my birthday. Um, had a nice had a nice birthday. My birthday was April thirteenth. Had a nice day. So I saw two movies that day. Um, first one I saw was Shazam. Shazam was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was great, man. What a fun movie. Uh, great. The, 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 the story was awesome. Um, everything. I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I don't know much about the Shazam character. I'm, I'm not really big into the DC comics. I like them. Um, I'm more into Batman than anything, but you know, they're cool. 
And I didn't know what to expect. This character is fucking dope, yo. It's basically big in reverse. This, you know, this kid um, gets these character, get these, get gets these powers from this wizard. This wizard guy is telling him, like, you know, the fate of the world is up to you. You gotta save the fate before you know the seven deadly sins they release on the world, and you know they wreak havoc and all that. And uh, every time he says the word Shazam. He turns into a full-blown superhero. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was funny. Uh, DC did a great job. They did a all like it was just it was very it was really entertaining. It was so much fun. The movie as a whole, great. The ending was great. Where they're going, where they're going with the story, all that. Very very good movie. I really like Shazam and then the fact that the whole movie he's just going Shazam Shazam so after the movie all I was doing was going Shazam Shazam everywhere like as I was walking out the movie theater they had you know the people coming in to uh getting ready to clean and do their job and shit and I scared the dude because as you know as I'm walking out he's you know walking past me I just go Shazam and he was like oh like he literally jumped (laughs) it was funny (laughs) that whole movie had me going Shazam 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 I swear I was I was killing that Shazam I I could have swore I was gonna turn into the motherfucker the way I was saying I could have swore I was gonna be like look I don't know I'm just gonna have muscles and a six-pack and just be six five and 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 can fly out of nowhere who knows (laughs) fun movie though a lot of fun a good fun movie um also went to go see little little was great little was hilarious it was absolutely hilarious Issa Rae you are a star Marseille Martin you are a star you are great that movie was hilarious Everything about it was so good. The story was, you know, it's basic. It's a basic story, but it's funny. Good movie. It was great. Take your kids. Loved it. I loved everything about Little. It was just just a fun, it was so funny. It really was. It was really funny. So go check that out. I enjoyed them both. Netflix got another new show. It's called Lunatics. My man, Chris Lilly, uh, Salute to him. It's been a minute. I was waiting for him to bring up another show. Uh, He's done shows with HBO, such as Summer Heights High, um, Angry Boys, and he'll and what he does he's from Australia and what he does is he creates these characters and he puts them all together in these shows and then like some of the stories intertwine but like everything is just di- and it's, it's a bunch of different characters so this show this one's called Lunatics and it is absurd it's so absurd it's so silly i la- i giggle at this shit because it's just so silly oh my goodness the characters make this the show makes the the name is perfect there's there, the characters on this season of this show i hope there's more um these characters he created they're so they're so good they're so creative um there's a woman that he plays she's uh she's a dog whisperer she can talk to dog oh she's a dog psychic she can talk to dogs um she knows what dogs are thinking that shit is fucking ridiculous um (laughs) there's this girl that he plays uh she is a freshman in college and she's going to school now and she's seven foot three that shit is silly um, there is this other character he plays. Uh, he's a realtor. Uh, they're like you know these top these top realtors, and uh, everybody in his family, all these guys uh, in the family, they all were born with fat asses. So they just have these huge asses as they're doing their work, and they're like you know working and shit. But they got these fat asses. It's so ridiculous. There's another character. <laughs> There's another character. Um, he. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he he has he has a fetish for um well he has he has the uh he has the thing where he he falls in love with inanimate objects so he is like 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 he has his wife and him and his wife are having problems because he had this relationship with the cash register and he named the cash register Karen and there was like this part where he's like fucking the cash register. 
This shit is absurd. This show is absurd. It's absurd. Just please watch it. You will giggle. I'm telling you, you'll giggle. And then there's one more character. He usually, I love when he he plays like these, he plays like these, you know, these children, you know, these kids. And there's one character, I think it's like a 12-year-old boy, and the dude is just a dickhead. He's just, he's a douchebag, but it's so funny, the shit that he says. Oh, and then there's another, there's one more character, um... Uh, this girl who used to be a model and now she's not, you know, she fell off, but she's a hoarder and she's just hoarding all this shit. Super funny. Such a funny show. Please just watch it. Lunatics. My man, Chris Lilly. I'm so happy you're doing shit again. Great. Strong Australian accents. So just be aware of that. Trying to tell you. Sometimes you might be like, what do you say? It's just that's 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 his accent. OK, that's just what it is. <laughs> OK, Kevin Hart. He put up uh, his new special on Netflix. It's called Irresponsible. I've watched it a few times, of course. Um, It's good. It's good. Uh, I'm glad that Kevin Hart is still out here doing his thing. Kevin Hart's one of the the hardest working men in show business, period. My thing is this. I think that Kevin Hart is just, uh, I think he plateaued. Like, the special... It hits. In the very beginning, it hits. It comes out. He comes out hot. You know what I mean? Like, he comes out. The jokes, they're hitting. They're there. Boom, 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 boom. And as soon as he gets to that, like, 30-minute mark, it kind of just plateaus. The show kind of just plateaus. And it's funny still, but it's just like, all right, we get it now. That's fine. And I think that's just who he is. But at the same time, you can say what you want about him. Kevin Hart is great. He works hard. He does it. And uh, he's 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 very he's very good at what he does. I just think um, some of his comedy could be basic a little bit to some people, but I also don't think there's a problem with that. You know, I think that's just that's just who he is. And uh, the special as a whole, it's good. It's not bad. It's funny. It's 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 a funny special. I just think that it plateaus. And Kevin Hart. Um, kind of just sticks in his, sticks to his niche, which I'm not mad at, nigga. You, it's the, the niche has got you this far, but I think to understand Kevin Hart, you should go listen to his Joe Rogan interview when he was on Joe Rogan, and that is the interview that really made me go, yeah, you can't, you just, you can't be mad at this guy, Kevin. He, he really, he does what he wants, and he's great. And he's happy with doing it. If you don't like it, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? That's that's fine. But you won't tell him that he's not good at it. Because he is good at it. He is. So that's that. Netflix got another one. It's called Special. It's a new series. And uh, it's actually one of the first of its kind. I think Netflix is trying to, they're trying to start, they're trying to start to do this now. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to it. They're making this show, this show right here, Special. It is, uh, it's 15 minute episodes at the longest 17 minute episodes. And there's eight of them, you know what I'm saying? And this show is based on this guy who has cerebral palsy and he's a gay man. And it's just, you know, that's the show. The guy who, uh, in the show has cerebral palsy in real life. He actually created the show and he wrote the show and he stars in the show. So that's, that's pretty dope. The show is really fucking good. It's quick. You can watch it within a two-hour limit, like a two-hour window. You can just watch the whole thing. They also put up another one that's like this, too. I haven't got into it yet. It's called Bonding. I'm going to get into that one a little bit soon. But this one special, I enjoyed it. I like the fact that uh, Netflix gives people the opportunity to make shows like this, Um where they're just, you know, they're 17 minutes long, 15 minutes long, 14 minutes long, and that's, like, that's the show. So, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing more shows like this of its kind. It's going to be dope. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I think you should leave. That's a new one on Netflix. It is a sketch comedy show. Um, My man Tim Robinson, he uh, actually... Um, created it. The sketches, they're good. The show is good. I don't think it will last 
for the simple fact that it kind of gets ridiculous after a while. But again, this is another show that 14 minutes long, 15 minutes long, 17 minutes long. So I think that's where he that's where he wins because you can watch the show and it'll get to a point where you're just like, all right, all right. But once you get to that point where it's like, okay, I'm good on this now, the show's done. So, hey, it, 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 for this type, for, for sketch comedy, that type of shit, it works for this type of, for this type of format. It works. It, it works perfectly. Trailer Park Boys, they put out a new series because they just don't stop. They work so hard. They're so good. They put out Trailer Park Boys, the animated series now. And what's dope about it is it literally is a continue, excuse me, it's a continuation from when the season before ended so the season before it ended they took these much they took uh they took acid and the acid trip went bad and they got stuck into this world they got stuck into this cartoon world and that's that's the animated series so the animated series is literally a continuation of the show it's really good it's very funny they are so good. I love Trailer Park Boys. They are hilarious, bro. And they are just they 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 they're like they're like they're like the it's always sunny oh, 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 you know over here over there in Canada. Like Trailer Park Boys has been on forever. They are literally like fifth they're like I think I believe 14 seasons deep, maybe 13 seasons deep and they just won't stop. To the point that they just bait, they basically got bored and they're like, let's make an animated one. Why not? We can just make this animated now. That's their way of saying we're bored. We we're, we've done everything. We can keep doing everything. Yes, but we haven't done. We haven't done animation. Why not? Why not? Why not take the show that way? I can't I can't be mad at that. I fuck with that. I think that's dope. So, yes, there's that. All right. Um, This one I checked out for two seconds and I turned it off immediately it's terrible it won't last netflix this is this is a dumb one i'm sorry it's dumb um it's called no good nick and the concept is there's this girl and she cons her way into uh making this family believe that she's related to them and she just comes to live with them it's a sitcom um melissa joan hart's in it and it's stupid it's 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 a dumb concept. This concept is dumb. Uh, the 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 characters are they're just like this is a silly show. But the thing is, it's not silly. It's just dumb and it's boring. It's very very boring. So yeah, Netflix just cancel that now. Nobody's watching that. Like and Full House, Fuller House was bad. And I can I can at least you know sit down pack up my bowl and laugh at Fuller House at how and how terrible it is. When I sat down and packed up my bowl and watched this no good Nick, I immediately turned it off after five minutes because I was like, this is bad. And don't get me wrong, I watched three episodes. I forced myself to watch those three episodes. It's bad. This show is bad. The concept, it's dumb. Everything about this show is dumb. Okay, that's how I know you niggas have too much money because you can just throw this type of thing in there. Like, oh, fuck it. Throw that one in there. Why not? It's like, no, nigga, this one sucks. Do another one. (laughs) Do try again, nigga. This one's terrible. (laughs) Okay, these last three, I'm going to I'm going to rant a little bit. So I want to leave. I want to make them last for a reason. I'm going to do this one first and then, uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do, I'll work, I'll work my way down to up. That's how I'll do this. Um, Guava Island, Donald Glover's movie with Rihanna. It's on Amazon Prime. It is 55 minutes long. It is incredible. It's beautiful. The movie is amazing. The director, the, uh, the cinematography, it is great. This movie was great. Rihanna looked great in the movie as well. She looked very good. Um, the movie is just awesome. It was a good, it was a solid movie, and it gets dark at certain. It's okay. So 
it's a simple movie. That's why I was like, yo, you all should just watch this. It's simple. Um, so Donald Glover's character, they live on this island, Guava Island, and um, he is putting on a concert for the island. He's putting on this concert. He put on a, a concert for the, you know, for for the island. They don't do nothing. And uh, what's happening is Donald, you know, him and Rihanna, they, you know, they, you know, they're together. They're a couple. Um, Rihanna, she came to the island. Donald, he grew up on the island. Um, and, you know, he works with them and everything like that. And uh, the guy who is like the main dude, like, like where their main source of work comes from on the island, he gives Donald an ultimatum. He says, he gives him, yeah, he gives him an ultimatum. He's like, look, um, you know, I understand that you're doing this whole festival tonight. Uh, you're doing this whole show tonight and, you know, the concert and all that. And it's, it's good for the island. It's good for the people and all that stuff. And he's like, but, um, you know, people are talking about taking the day off work tomorrow because, you know, they're going to be coming home late and uh, we can't afford to take a day off work. So I'm going to need you not do your show. Now, I'm going to give you 10 grand and, you know, 10 grand should be enough to, you know, go go anywhere out here in life and start new and we don't got to talk about it. We'll just, you know, just take the money and that's that. And Donald was like, how do you know what the people want? And then the dude smashes his guitar and he's like, yo, if you do this concert tonight, we will stop it. And that's that's the movie. And then, you know, obviously they do the concert. Shit gets crazy. And uh, and then, yeah, it get, it, get, it gets crazy. But the ending is what made it so good. The ending is great. And the music in this movie is amazing. And it makes me so mad that Donald is not going to release it. He's just not going to do it. He won't do it. He did a rework. They did a rework of uh, This Is America in the movie. Awesome. A lot of, this is great. Um, he, did a, he did a rework of uh, Summertime, the song Summertime. Great. Uh, the music as a whole in this movie was so, so, so good. It just makes me so mad that he won't put it out. Like, it's like, why won't you put it out to us, nigga? But the movie, good. Very good movie. Very good movie. I enjoyed it. And yeah, it's short. It's quick. You can just put it on and watch it like straight up. It's like an episode. It's like an HBO episode, pretty much. It's good. Check it out. Guava Island. Latita Wright was in it, too. You know what I'm saying? Shuri, you know what I mean? From Black Panther, she was in there, and she looked great as well. Very good movie, yo. I'm telling you. Black, beautiful, awesome. Watch it. Guava Island. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm just going to talk about it a little bit because, oh, my God, it might be one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. <laughs> I started watching Love After Lockup. Love After Lockup is the best reality TV show I've ever watched in my entire life, ever. <laughs> I don't know any other way to explain it. This shit is bizarre, okay? They're, they're, they're in the second season right now. I'm, I'm like nine episodes in on the second season. The first season is on Hulu right now. Go watch it. It's on there right now. It's seven episodes. This is the show. The show, Love After Lockup, is... People, man or woman or woman, and uh, they fall in love with people who have been in prison. And these people are getting released from prison and they are, you know, now going to live their lives. You know what I'm saying? And it's just all it shows how you just really don't know people or like, why the fuck would you want to talk to a person in prison? I don't know. There's so many apps out here in the world. There's so many fucking weird people out here in the real world that aren't locked up. And you all chose to go on the internet and go talk to an inmate, somebody who is locked up. There's a dude on this show. He has given this woman 
over 90 grand. He's been talking to her for three years. She's been locked up the whole time. She's an addict. You know what I'm saying? She's a heroin addict. She's been in and out of prison this whole time. She's been in prison for 10 years. He's been talking to her for three years. Those three years he's been talking to her, he's given his woman 92 grand. Nigga, what? Huh? What is happening? The one girl, she makes me laugh so much because she's just so stupid. She'd been talking to this dude for two years. He was locked up, you know what I'm saying? For uh, He was doing, he was supposed to be locked up for eight years. He, he got out in seven. Um, and, uh, you know, she's like, yeah, we're going to get married and do this and do that. And as soon as this nigga come home, he like, all right, I'm going out. And like, you know, he going out looking for pussy. And she's like, why are you not home? And why are you not this? And this nigga's like, yo, I'm 25 years old. Like, <laughs> I never got to really live. Like, can I live? It's, it's, <laughs> I don't understand how people, how like, if my homie came up to me and he's like, yo, man, I got a new girl I'm talking to, man. She's great. You know what I'm saying? We've been talking for like six months, you know, and I think she's the one. And, uh, you know, when she come home, we're going to get married. And I'll be like, when she comes home and then you're like, yeah, you know, I met her in prison. I'm going to be like, nigga, why would you go talk to a woman who's in prison when we have all these dating apps out here right now with women who are not in prison or with men who are not in prison? Really? Huh? You want to talk to the dude that's in prison? And then it just makes me laugh because they really think that they can change these people. Like the one dude, um, you know, his girl, heroin addict, they come out. As soon as they out, she been out for three weeks. She relapsed. It's like, yeah, she's a heroin addict. That's what she. That's what she does. Like, what? Do, what do y'all think is supposed to happen? You just gonna live happily ever after? What, nigga? Huh? What? What? There's a black girl on there, man. This black girl is crazy. She been talking to this nigga who was locked up for 18 years, full-blown crip to the core of his soul. And she's just going to like, and she's like a Mormon. And it's so funny because like a lot of the, this, this is why the show makes me laugh. Because a lot of the ignorance that you hear on this show from like the family members and their friends, you'd be like, well, that's not too nice. But at the same time in my head, I'm like, no, nah, that shit's real. Like, why are you talking to this person? You think, and you just think that it's just all just going to be nice and happy, huh? Honky-dory, yeah, we're just going to live happily ever after. And you just go out and just go get a job because, you know, whatever. He was an inmate, but who cares? Yeah, really? Come on, guys. But you know what? It makes for great TV. <laughs> it makes for great TV, bruh. I cannot take my eyes off this show. I can't. It is great. I can't stop watching it. I can't stop laughing. I can't stop. I just, I can't take my eyes off the screen. It comes on and I'm just like, damn, this is crazy. This is crazy. And in the second season, it's like, yo, it's like they took it to a whole nother level. Like these people are even more crazy now. Like nigga, this is crazy. Like there's one dude on the second season. He'd been talking to this girl for like six months, seven months. And as soon as she got out, they went to go get married. Literally the next day, this bitch was gone, yo. She was gone. Took his money, took all his shit. You know why? Because she's a crackhead, nigga. That's why. That's why and he's called her like goddess and this and this. And I'm so happy I found my goddess and we're going to live together and live this and live that. Nigga, you are crazy. You are marrying a person who was just locked up for eight years, for eight years, for writing fraudulent checks at that. And she comes out and she's going to marry you. But you know what's fucked up is I be judging these people, too, because when I watch these people like this nigga, like when you look at him, it's like, yeah, you look like a nigga that would do that shit. You look like you'll talk to somebody in who's in prison and just fall in love with them and give them all your money and then and then just be and then wake up one day and be like, what happened? Yeah, you look like that, dude. That's exactly what you look like. Crazy. 
absolutely crazy. I'm telling you, Love After Lockup. It's my new favorite show. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Oh, my God. Watch it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. Like, after I, like when I'm done recording this, I'm going to go put on the next episode. You know what I'm saying? It's good. Lastly, because you know I'm going to rant about this a little bit, too. Um, Beyonce, Homecoming. She put up the documentary. And... It's incredible, and it makes me laugh because, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Beyonce stan, to be real with you. Um, to know that, uh, you have to know my brother. Um, you know, my brother, my brother's a stan, and, uh, you know, we've been, we've been standing for a while. And so I've been watching the Beachella. I've been watching this Beachella concert for a whole year, uh, you know, from my Dropbox file that he sent to me. And... To, be, to see the show again, because the show was already incredible. It's a great, it's a great representation of black culture as a whole. It's a great representation of HBCUs. It is beautiful. It's empowering. It's inspiring. It is great. It's a great show, period. It's great. And she killed it. She destroyed everybody on that stage, destroyed. So I've been watching this show forever. I've been watching it forever. So to watch the show in this light, it, it just gives it a whole nother feel because then you go into the whole, it's a documentary. So they're showing the show. They're showing you the concert. Um, and it makes me laugh because this was how she wanted us to see the concert. But like, you know, niggas ain't shit. And we just, you know, we just been, we've been bootlegged it and been watching it forever. And she's like, look, nigga, I wanted y'all to see it this way. If y'all could just be patient and wait, you would have understood what I was doing. And then when we all watched it now, we're like, oh, that's what you want us to do. I didn't know that's what you want us to do. Because, like, you know, we don't be knowing what you thinking sometimes, Beyonce. Sometimes we got to jump the gun on your ass. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but <laughs> to watch the show in this light, it just gives you a whole nother appreciation for it, man. The cameramen, they killed it. They killed this show. Um, they 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 uh, edited together both nights. Because, remember, you know, she did Saturday and Sunday, um, they edited together both nights. They did it flawlessly. Like it, it, it just, you can barely, you don't even, you don't even notice the difference. Only time when you're actually paying attention, when you realize, cause you just, you get sucked into everything. You're like, Oh, they, those are, those are, those are pink. And then, and then all of a sudden you'll be like, Oh, those are yellow. And then you realize what's happening. Yeah. They're just, they, they put together both nights, but that's how flawless the show was because, <laughs> they put together both nights and they did that shit flawlessly both nights. It's incredible. And I feel like maybe she did that with them on purpose too, because you're going to get the best of all these people both nights because the first night you're doing it because it's like, yo, this is the first night and you have that energy like, yo, this is the first night. I'm going to give it my all. You know what I mean? I'm going to go out there and give it my all. Like I'm going to give them everything I got. And then the next night you do it again and it's the last night. And then it, you're, you're, you're thinking the same exact way. Like, yo, this is the last night. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give it everything I got. I like that. I like that she did that. I think What's the beauty of this of this documentary? The beauty of this show is what is the documentary aspect of the show. Um, you actually get to see uh, the human side of Beyonce. You know what I mean? Beyonce is a human. I think people forget that. I think we forget that because you know she's queen and blah blah blah. But we forget that. You know, like we 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 forget that she is a person and. That is the part of this of this documentary that is the part that I really is like, I'm like, wow, like they really put in work like they put in. They have four and a half months to put together this show. They had 120 days to put together this show. And you had to just be dedicated for 120 days. And she just had these babies. You know, what I'm saying she's recovering from pregnancy when she when she had the babies when she had the baby, she was 218 pounds. Like, that's crazy. So, you know, you have these babies now. 
and you know maybe maybe you drop down like to two to like two ten whatever have you but now you have to put together this show and you got to get back into shape and you got to get back on your shit you know what i mean and this woman like in the beginning when you see her in the beginning of the auditions and stuff she's chunky beyonce's a chunky woman them titties are real okay it shows in the titties all right i'm not sitting here you know, looking at Beyonce titties all day, they're nice titties, okay, they're nice, but what I'm saying is, yo, them titties in the beginning of the, of, of, of the beginning of the rehearsals for this show, them titties was big, okay, they was big, and she was more curvy, and she had a little bit more chunk to her, it was like, damn, Beyonce, you big, but like, you know, Beyonce's a person, nigga, you know, like, like, you gotta, you gotta remind yourself, like, yo, Beyonce just had twins, you know what I'm saying, she just had twins, like, of course, like, you know, but this woman, Beyonce, she, she really makes you, she makes you want to just get up and go do something with yourself, this woman dedicated herself for these four months to put this show together, she dedicated herself. She said, I'm not going to eat no dairy. I'm not going to eat no bread. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to drink soda. I'm not going to drink alcohol. I'm not going to do meat. I'm not going to do cheese. I'm not going to do carbs. She just said, I'm going to cut it all out. I'm going to just get back on my shit and I'm going to give y'all the homecoming that I, that I wanted, that I, the one that I've always wanted to see. And that's what she did. And she killed it. She came out there and she destroyed that stage. And it's really, really dope. And I don't think it'll ever go off Netflix. I've already watched it four times on Netflix. Um, and then, you know, she killed, you know, this is how she really killed niggas because she released it on Netflix. And then that same day, she then released the music on, on all the platforms. Like, oh, here you bitches go. You know, like, as if we weren't already listening to all that shit this whole time. But let me tell you, it sounds a lot better when it's mixed and mastered. It sounds really good. <laughs> so I'm going to just keep on listening to that one. And then the next day... Um, I believe she dropped lemonade on all platforms finally for everybody. So it's like, you know, she just, she just, she's chilling and she's like, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to go to my family and go be a mom and I'll see y'all in a year. That's probably, that's basically what's happening. She's like, look, I know y'all wanted a concert. I know, I know, I know you wanted a concert this year. I get it. But how about this? How about I give y'all, um, a documentary concert of the concert that y'all love so much. And I give y'all the music for that show and I'll give y'all lemonade on all the platforms. How about that? Is that a nice little compromise? And then we, you know, we ain't shit. We over here like, that's cool. Beyonce. That's cool. I'll take that. That's cool. I guess so. (laughs) I mean, that's cool. You know, I guess so. Yeah, man. That is everything. That's everything that I watched this whole month. That's everything um, aside from Avengers because, again, I'm going to go watch Avengers this weekend and then I'm going to do a whole episode about Avengers. So be prepared for that episode because I will be nerding out um, the people that I will have with me on the show they will be nerding out as well so just be prepared for that other than that um that's everything for spoilers this week i almost wanted to just jump back you know jump into my show and be like i'm gonna get into the news and do this and do that but nah we're not gonna do that that's not the whole point of these you know what i'm saying so having said all that you already know what it is um this is episode one of the april uh you know the whole april wrap-up i guess uh the monthly wrap-up so Yes, that's it. Andrew Barrow, Suburban Dope. You know where I'm at. Follow me on all platforms um, at Suburban underscore Dope on all platforms. So do that. Subscribe to the show. I'm on iTunes, Spotify. I'm on all of them. Tune in, Google Play, all of them. Stitcher, I'm everywhere. For real, for real, for real, for real, I'm everywhere. And do the same for my other podcast, Most Patriotic Podcast in the History of America Ever, because it's the podcast you don't want to miss. And that's just that. So, yeah, I'll be back soon. You already know. Deuces.